You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 69. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm here to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through those binges, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. So if you just found me, I'm really glad you did. And if you're a regular listener and you're here for your coaching session, welcome back. I appreciate you. Now today we're going to talk about the age-old question of where do I start? So get comfy, we're going to dive right in. So many people who listen to the podcast, and there are a lot of you, we're having over 50,000 downloads every single month. I'm so glad that you're appreciating what I do and that you're getting a lot out of it and it's worthwhile for you to use your time listening to these coaching sessions. I love it. Thank you. And keep writing me with your ideas. So for those of you who've been listening for a while, one of the questions that I keep getting is I'm in agreement with your philosophy. I like everything you're saying. Everything makes sense, but I'm overwhelmed. Where do I start? And to that, I say there are three big things that I'm going to talk about today that will tell you where you start and how you get started. So I'm going to refer to three early podcasts today. And when we're done, I want you to go back and listen to them. And I will have links to those earlier podcasts in the show notes, because it's important to make a good start. That's what will get you on the right road, facing in the right direction, so that every step you take counts and gets you closer to where you want to go. So let's look at the three things you need to do to get started. This is doable, but let's take it apart and deconstruct it and bring it down to a level where it feels easy. Number one, you need to get clear and go listen when you're done to episode number one, the very first podcast I did. And in that episode, I talked about overeating, general overeating, emotional eating, and binge eating. I want you to think about which one you identify with. When you're going to solve a problem, the first thing you want to do is define the problem. Since I've done that first episode and I've put a lot more thought into everything that I'm researching and reading about and creating for you, I have to say that there is not a totally clear, definitive dividing line in between habitual overeating emotional eating, and binge eating. It seems like they all are on a continuum. They're all related to habits, brain habits, brain pathways. But getting clear on which one you identify with most is important for several reasons. One reason is that it will help you really hone in on how to deal with it because we deal with different types of weight problems and eating problems with different solutions, depending on the cause, right? Also, I want you to really narrow down what it is you're doing, because we all tend, and you're probably no different here, but we all tend to generalize about our eating. 
if you identify with any of these common eating issues and you've gained weight as a result, or you just feel like your eating is taking over your brain power and you don't have a lot left to think about other things, you probably tend to think that you just eat terribly all the time or that you're out of control all the time and that it's such a big global issue that, of course, when you think of it that way, it's going to feel pretty insurmountable. It's going to feel like it's so big, there is no way in or through or around this problem. I want you to more sit down and start defining what do you do When do you do it? When does it happen? What are your triggers? What does it look like for you? What do you do afterwards? What's the result of what you do? I want you to look at your problem objectively. I want you to figure out what's going on. And here's the thing. I want you to do it without being upset about it. I want you to approach it like a scientist approaches a problem, a challenge that she's going to solve. I want you to look at it objectively so that you could see all the connecting lines. What are you thinking? What's your general feeling as you go through this issue? And what actions do you usually take? Or what actions do you wish you would take, but you're not? Let's get really clear on exactly what you're doing and what your goal is. What would you like to do more of? What would you like to do less of? What would you like to begin doing? And what do you wish you would never do again? Let's get clear. So that's the first step. And you can go back and re-listen to the first podcast. And really, I go into a lot more depth about that. Now, the next thing I want you to look at is what went wrong. And here is where I literally wrote an entire book helping you figure out what went wrong. My book is called Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss. And that book is a free gift for you. If you don't already have it, it's downloadable. The link is in the show notes. If you want a hard copy, yes, it's available on Amazon, but it's up to you how you like to do your reading. But here's what I do in the book that we're going to talk about a little bit. It's time to figure out what problem you're solving in order to figure out what your goals are. You need to know what's happening, what you're doing, and how to put it all together and if it all makes sense. So what I offer you in the book is 30 different lessons, 30 different scenarios of what is the problem. What are the different most likely encounterable problems that you probably have run into that most of my clients have at least run into some? Usually there's not one reason you have extra weight or you're continuing to binge, usually it's a combination of reasons. So I want you to start putting down on paper and use the book if you have it, because the book will tell you what is the problem, what does it look like, and then what is the lesson you need to know to start shifting your thinking about the problem? How do you solve the problem? And then in the book also, I give you a worksheet on each of those 30 issues so that you can begin to think about them differently. Remember that when you think about a problem in your head, it stays in your head, it swirls around, it's confusing. You're thinking about your thinking. And the way to make that easier is to get those thoughts out of your head onto paper. That's a way of putting some space in between you and what you're struggling with. So it's really important to learn 
what went wrong. And when you start looking into this subject, I want you to look at what patterns you've created for yourself. You may keep getting excited about making a commitment to changing the way you eat or changing the way that you think. And you look forward to Monday or the first of the month, but then you always fall down. Well, you know what? We always tend to fall down in a similar way. It's not a new mistake that you make every time. It's usually a pattern of the same mistake, maybe looking a little bit different, but it's the same mistake over and over again. So think about your daily life and let's look at what went wrong. How do you eat? Do you move your body? How do you see yourself? How do you think of yourself? What happens when you run into a roadblock? How do you deal with emotions? How do you set goals for yourself? Let's figure out the gap. Let's figure out where you are now, where you want to be, and what's in the middle. What's gone wrong? I know that it's tempting to want to look all the way at the end right now. I know it's tempting to want to skip over this and go right into the honeymoon stage of any plan, a new plan, an exciting plan. But until you figure out what's gone wrong, then you're doomed to keep repeating those same mistakes in one form or another. I also want you to look at how to motivate yourself and what happened in the past when your motivation waned. Do you know how to recreate it? Do you know how to refresh it? I want you to also look at your goal. If you don't have a clear goal, it's going to be very hard to know when you've reached it. I want you to look at how someone in your life, someone who's a natural eater, lives their life. And I want you, without judging and without putting yourself down and without any negative thoughts, I want you to do a little comparison check. Because I'll bet if you've tried and fallen down many times, you're stuck in your idea of what you should be doing, even though it doesn't work. So let's do a reality check and let's look at someone in your life, a real person who is just a natural eater, someone who's not on a diet, someone who's not counting and weighing and measuring everything they eat, just someone who is eating when they're hungry, stopping when they've had enough, and easily maintain a comfortable weight. If you can see how somebody else does that, then I want you to think about how does that person think? Because in order for them to get themselves to do what they're doing, they have to think, right? They have to create thoughts and feelings that lead them to that. So we don't need to reinvent the wheel. We just need to look at how people that are already doing it, do it so that you can begin just in the beginning to mimic the successful thinking, feeling, and doing of somebody who's eating the way you want to be in your life. How do the people in your life that you admire take care of themselves? And by contrast, how do you take care of yourself? This is one of the things that commonly goes wrong for many, many people. If you do not have a plan in place to answer your needs, to fulfill what you need most in the world, of course you're going to turn to food. And why not? It's fast, it's easy, it's available, and it temporarily makes you feel good. But you and I both know that's temporary. So we're still in the subject of taking a look at what went wrong. The next thing we're going to look at is covered in episode five. 
And episode five is something that people write to me about frequently. And when I have consultations with them about working with me, almost everyone refers to Project You. And I love to hear that because that's how I want you to begin to look at dealing with this whole issue as a project, as a project that has a lot of moving parts, that's not two or three simple tasks, but a project that has a lot of different pieces to it, that takes time, that we don't give up on easily, that we know we might need to get help with, that we know we might need to learn more about the subject, that we know might be complex, but that doesn't mean it can't be done. I want you to think of the different parts of your life where you have completed projects, projects for work, projects for your home, planning a vacation, raising a child, getting your car fixed, so many different things in life we tackle, getting our taxes done. They're not one-step things on a to-do list, right? You getting your eating in line with what your body really needs, you taking care of yourself. This is a project, and it's the most important project you ever could create or could work on. So I want you to look at it as Project You. Big changes in your body, your life, your thinking. Of course, you need to get clear before you start on how you're going to think about this job before you jump in. So when you say to me, where do I begin? It's too much. Every little thing separately makes sense, but the big picture is too much for me. Here's what I'm going to say. Get clear on what your problem is so you know that you're doing the right steps to take care of it. Number two, figure out what went wrong. So you stop repeating the same mistakes over and over again. And number three, look at this, what you're trying to do, the changes you're trying to make as project you so that you don't get discouraged when it's not finished in five minutes or five days because you know ahead of time that this is bigger than that, but so worthwhile. So go back and listen to podcast number one, get clear, number two, what went wrong, and number three, project you. That's it for where do I start? And there's so much more to this that we will do another segment on this on what your next steps will be. I will put it together for you. But here's what I want you to focus on for the next few days coming up before our next session. I want you to capture the thoughts that go through your mind whenever you think, I don't know where to start. That is a habitual thought and it's not true. You know where to start, but you need to take a whole big pile of information that I'm giving you and break it down to tiny steps. Get clear, figure out your patterns of what went wrong, and create a project you. When you know those steps, and they're not little steps, I know that, but when you know those steps, then you can take action. Then feeling overwhelmed is a choice. And of course, who would choose consciously once they're aware to feel overwhelmed? Overwhelm is optional. You can do this. Let's get clear together. If you want to do more than just listen to the podcast and actually make a difference in your life, your weight, your eating, and your body, let's get totally clear on what your first steps are. And I will continue to be here with you on all the steps after that. 
So remember, grab a copy of that book. It's in the show notes. Feel free to write to me. There's also a link in the show notes if you want to talk to me about possibly becoming a private client and getting even more personalized, not just attention, but direction and accountability and support that will help you make sense of all of this information. I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work together on your emotional eating and binge eating step-by-step until they both become something you used to do. I know that's your goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, please keep it real just like you. And I will see you next week.